The Feast of Epiphany is the mystery of the Lord's manifestation to all peoples, represented by the Magi, who came from the East to adore the new King of the Jews. Today's first reading from the book of Isaiah speaks of a prophecy that was made approximately 700 years prior to the birth of Christ. It expresses the joy of the Israelites as they returned after years of captivity and entered the holy city of Jerusalem. The prophecy of Isaiah gave them hope that the promised Messiah would soon rise among the people and that his glory would be seen by all. As God's chosen people, it was prophesied to the Jewish nation that they would be the light of the world and that the nations of the world would come to their light. The second reading, taken from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians, of the commission of God's grace that was given for them, and how the mystery was made known to him by revelation. Paul tells them that God's revelation is universal and sees himself as a steward of God's grace. In former generations, this mystery was not made known to humanity as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. That is, the Gentiles have become fellow heirs, members of the same body, and sharers in the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Through him, all are now the recipients of the grace Paul indicates two parts of the mystery. The mystery is, first of all, God's plan of salvation in Christ. Secondly, that it includes both Jews and Gentiles. All are called to be members of the body of Christ, and all enjoy the promises he made to Israel. The gospel reading of today relates to us the events of the three wise men that followed the star that led them to the child Jesus. To them, the light of the star was a symbol of hope, of joy, and of peace. To them, the star was but a small reflection of the fullness of the light of the world that awaited them at the end of their journey. Who were these wise men, and where did they come from? In later Christian tradition, they were called kings, perhaps under the influence of Psalm 72, which says, may the kings of Sheba and Seba bring gifts. Again, the prophet Isaiah says, kings shall see and arise, princes and they shall prostrate themselves. The story of the Magi or so-called wise men from the East has been a favorite part of Matthew's infancy narrative. Matthew is not attempting to show us what really happened historically and factually at the birth of Jesus. He is far more concerned with unfolding for us what that monumental event meant for believers and unbelievers alike. Thus, the meaning is very clear from the general context of Matthew's gospel. God in the person of Jesus, is reaching out to the whole world. On finding him, without hesitation or doubt, they pay their homage and present him three symbolic gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. 
Three gifts are explicitly identified in Matthew, which at that time are only found in Yemen. The three gifts had a spiritual meaning, gold as a symbol of kingship on earth, frankincense or incense as a symbol of priesthood, and mirror the embalming oil as a symbol of death. This story points to the future of Jesus. Our life messages this week in scripture. First, today's feast is telling us that for God there are no foreigners, no outsiders. From his point of view, all are equally his beloved children. We all, whatever external physical or cultural differences there may be between us, belong to one single family which has one father. It means that every one of us is brother and sister to everyone else. There is no room for discrimination of any kind based on nationality, race, religion, class, or occupation. The story tells us that God, in the person of Jesus, is reaching out to the whole world. These pagan foreigners went to great lengths to find the king of the Jews and do him homage. The facts of today's story may be vague, but the message is loud and clear. We thank God today that there is no chosen people, whether they are Jews or Christians. We are all God's beloved children. Second, the story of the Magi is a story of the ways in which God reveals himself, and even more about the different responses which his revelations receive. There are numerous manifestations or epiphanies of God in our lives and in the lives of everyone. In fact, the Old and the New Testaments are the expression of such a revelation. We can learn much from the manifestation of God to the three wise men. They were pilgrims in search of the divine, and their joy was immense when they made the discovery. Their faith was childlike and deeply religious. They had a specific purpose in mind, and they went in a particular direction. They followed the star, and they encountered God. Good stewards are keenly aware of the star of God's presence and his gifts in their lives. It is this awareness that fills them with gratitude and the desire to both worship God and share his gifts with others. Third, the feast of the Epiphany is a reflection of light. Through the birth of Jesus, we see the arrival of the light in the world. The three wise men followed the brilliant star in the sky. To them, the light of the star was a symbol of hope, of joy, and of peace. To them, the star was but a small reflection of the fullness of light of the world that awaited them at the end of their journey. Through the Magi, we see the light of hope, of joy, and of peace to come. We, too, are called to be that light in the world. Good stewards who live with the awareness of God's presence and gifts to them simply can't help but be filled with joy. Not the superficial joy of the world, rather the deep, unalterable joy only God can give. 
My brothers and sisters, each year we review stewardship of our time, talent, and treasure. In the beginning of each year, our focus is on time, reviewing the last year and how we might do better. Of the three, only time is finite. We have 24 hours each day and must make decisions on how we use them. We can learn new talents. We can receive and share additional treasure. But time remains the finite 24 hours per day. I can assure you spending at least 30 minutes, 2% of the day in prayer with the Lord will make profound change in your life. There are many ways to do that. Some great choices featured in our handout on stewardship of time. Let us rejoice in God's manifestation in our lives and be watchful for the new ways he is calling us to share ourselves and our gifts in the gratitude to our king in the year ahead. Some thoughts to ponder this next week. Do I believe that I am a beloved child of God? Do I recognize the signs of God's presence and action in my life? Do I reflect God's light of hope, of joy, and of peace, leading others to Christ? How might I be a better steward of my gift of 24 hours daily? God bless.